Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Is this recording? Okay, hello, shift listeners, and for the patrons, I'm using my phone to video record this, and I'm not really sure where the camera is or to look, so I'm sorry about that. Just because I figured if I do it on my camera, is that better? Okay, so if I do it on my camera, and I'm looking at the little things, I hope that's right, uh, then I can just upload it straight away because the audio should be good enough from that, fingers crossed, so that you can get the video quite quickly. And then, um, what am I doing here? And then I have the audio coming in here, so that's great. Are you on a six? You're on a six, so we should be good to go. Have a sup of tea. The only thing with the camera is my battery on my phone is about to go dead very soon. So this might be a very, we'll see, we'll see. Fingers crossed all, it all goes well. But I wanted to do like a uh, 30 things to know before your 30s. Obviously, I'm in my 30s. Um, and it was my sister's idea, so shout out to her, but it was so funny like I'm googling these things and I think I'll probably do a part one a part two episode and um so obviously this week's shift will just be solo and then I'll do a little extra part for you guys for the patreon people to fill you in on my last few weeks but for now let's do the shift episode so uh I was googling advice for before you turn 30 online and it's mental like it's so there's like one thing that comes up straight away, which so the opposite of the next thing that comes up straight away. So I'll um, I'll just read out a few of them because I thought it was funny, like 30 things to do before you're 30. And it's like travel solo, take a class to learn a new skill, master cooking at least three dishes, run half a marathon, go skinny dipping, learn to speak a new language. Learn how to read a wine list and show yourself a birthday. And I'm not even clicking to read the rest because this is so fucking hack. Um, also, what a ridiculous... Okay, sorry if you're all like, oh my God, that's amazing. Well, no, I mean, it's... Tra- okay, yeah, I'm sure travel solo is fine if you're like a great independent person. But for some people, that's like a fucking nightmare. I'm very scary and very terrifying. Take a class to learn a new skill. That's grand. But who has this like fucking extra class energy um or money but I actually do think that's a really good one actually though because I do wish I had done like dancing um lessons I will but you can also do that any stage like I'll probably do that next year um or hopefully this year that'd be nice to learn salsa and then um master cooking at least three dishes (laughs) this is so funny they're like anybody who's reading this obviously doesn't know how to cook and three dishes what do you think how do you think these people have been surviving up to dirty but i'm sure they're saying like perfection like duck a la rice i don't fucking know uh run half marathon that's a lot of oh my god there was a ding outside i don't know if you guys heard that there's nobody in my apartment the goat's phone is going off see how could i travel solo i'm fucking scaredy cat solo alone in my apartment um but anyway uh I do travel solo a lot for for gigs but that feels a bit different and that is actually very nice actually do you know what for people who don't do gigs you know what I I'm I feel like I'm changing now how I feel about this list <laughs> but I will say that when I go solo away it, it is nice to get that break away and you're kind of forced to spend time with yourself um in a way that you never really get to and before the gig I'll go to like my favorite coffee shop and I'll usually read or you know ideally I'll write but I never do um or like I was just in Philly and so I went to Primark uh, pennies for the Irish listeners but it's called Primark over here and you know I was just buzzing around by myself and then I went and got myself dinner I quite had a day with myself it's actually quite nice and it's nice as well to eat food without having to be like so what are you doing today you know sometimes when you go with like a friend I really enjoy food so it's really nice to like um 
enjoy every bite and then if it's a friend who like is talking and you're really having a great time you're like, but then you realize the meal's gone you didn't even enjoy your duck over rice <laughs> so okay um run half marathon I'm never gonna do that and I'm over 30 I'm never ever gonna fucking do that I hate running it makes me feel sick um I'd like to run like a little bit here and there but not a marathon hold on I'm gonna take a sip of my tea it's a weird one like I don't know why that has to be in there this is like marathon propaganda run half a marathon get out of here um I, if fair enough if it was like do a sport or exercise or get in the habit of exercise or do yoga or whatever yeah because i feel like yoga is like a great thing for your body for the future but half a marathon anyway uh go skinny dipping why is that important why do i have to go naked and say well maybe that's like be free and get your tits out who wrote this go skinny dipping I'm not gonna work for the Irish people we're fucking freezing in the water learn to speak another language again like where are you thinking we're going with this extra time uh, la- uh, language is hard even though I should really learn Spanish or Chinese <laughs> I do feel like maybe that'll be an important language to know for the future and I mean as even as I say that I'm like is it Chinese no I guess there's Mandarin or there's different okay oh god um can't even figure out what the language is called never mind fucking learn it but um yeah uh, I'd love to learn Spanish, but oh, it's just I just want to watch TV. This is a lot. God, I'm looking at this being like, why did I decide to do this? Because I'm looking at this. I haven't done any of these things. I can cook three dishes, though. Fuck off. Um, and I haven't ta- taken a class. But I took a class when I was like 19 on photography. Or, or I was younger, actually. I think I was like 15. Um, I, me and my cousin did. Yeah, I was much younger because I remember taking pictures at the church and getting her to stand like through the keyhole. And I took a picture of the keyhole, but she's like in the other side. Anyway, um, learn how to read a wine list. Why is that important? You know what? All of this is like rich people stuff. Run half a marathon for a local charity. Travel solo. Like this is people who have think this should be 30 things to do before you're 30 if you have money learn to read a wine list get out of here once i know the word pinot noir i'm fucking grand because i don't like any of the other wines and i don't i mean i've just found what i like and it's cheap as chips uh so yeah no uh learn how to read a wine what about learn how to uh you know not drink alcohol because alcohol's the devil <laughs> I, I just alcohol in, in little bits it's just weird that i would say uh i don't know throw yourself a birthday party that's like this i mean if you're throwing yourself a birthday party with like your friends and stuff i mean isn't that what you do i do that every year that makes me sound really sad doesn't it i have no one to do that for me but i mean who else why is other people throwing your birthday parties? Shouldn't you be just trying... Because you're like, hey, everybody, meet at 10 o'clock. I hate when people don't tell you about your birthday and then they're like, oh, you didn't text me a, a happy birthday. And you're like, well, I'm not on Facebook anymore, barely. And, oh, God, sorry, that was my laptop. And uh, why didn't I get a week ago like, hey, we're doing drinks for my birthday. Not like, hey, do you want to come out on Thursday? Like, fucks. Anyway, I feel like the person's birthday, they should be organising it and letting you know what's up and um yeah so you should be showing yourself a birthday all the time because i feel like the birthday person should be organizing it unless it's like your close friends but then you say to your friends like hey would you message people about my birthday like it's so okay i don't want to read the rest because let's see there was one where i was like it was totally the opposite oh yeah i totally think that this was in vice oh the other one was l oh god i get very abrupt um yeah maybe i should train for a marathon here's me like fuck running and i can't even talk for longer than what is it eight minutes without losing breath so don't take advice from me but anyway uh the other one is 30 things you should start doing before you turn 30 so this is advice and um, it's um look after your skin properly which honestly i have started watching new um like youtube videos and tiktoks and stuff on skincare and i think that's actually kind of important like wear your sunscreen uh, at a young age uh, it's strange though because like, I always think about this and I see all the videos and then I look at my dad and the man hasn't worn sunscreen in his whole life and he has no wrinkles but I already have more wrinkles than him so I, he just has like a weird gene genetic thing that maybe like we'll find out in the future he had some like skin doesn't age uh, I don't even know science words so I can't even think of a science analogy for this but 
I don't know, the man, the man has aged very slightly over the years. And he, like, is out in the sun all the time. He's, like, super tanned and he goes out because he does the farm. Um, but... Sorry, I'm taking another sip of my tea, but yeah. So, anyway, yeah, sunscreen. And then I feel like pe- some people do too much. So, also, like, no... Because they're like, look, you look at so many lads and their skin is great and they just use a bar of soap. So I think like you get into this thing of like scrubbing your face, which has now turned out to be really bad for your skin. Um, But, you know, some people swear by it, but it really depends on what your skin is. So like you could have oily skin combination, rosacea. And so that's really hard to kind of... um figure out and then uh you look at lad's skin and they look amazing and you're like what you do and he's like i don't know bar dove <laughs> or like so uh it's hard i wonder if because we started using the products younger did it make our skin need to use them more like i only wash my hair twice a week okay and i'll have other friends who are like oh my god i wash my hair every day i'll go greasy and i'm like yeah well just let it go greasy and then you'll be able to wash it longer because i think it's like the natural oils so i do I do wonder about that, but I'm also really paranoid about being in my thirties and getting wrinkles. So I do use, I do do the face care. I use this face wash that has salicylic, 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 oh lads, acid in it. Anyway, it's good for acne. And then I use two different moisturizers. One has sunscreen in it and the other one doesn't. Uh, the other one for nighttime. So that's what I do. But like. If I tell my girlfriends that, they're like, you don't put your vitamin C oil on and you don't put a banana in your ear and you don't wear like this fucking mask that rips out all your facial hair. Jesus, I did a mask once and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to like literally grow back facial hair after this because it ripped off all the little blonde hairs. Traumatizing. Um, so then the next one on this is uh, learn basic cooking skills. Right. They really think we're all idiots out here. They're like none of these uh, millennials or Gen Z know how to. I'm going to click on this one because this one looks fun. Knows how to cook a meal. But you know, it's seamless. So um, 30 is terrifying. Blah, 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 blah. It's not terrifying. It's the best years of your life. Actually, 30 things now before turning 30 is your life's going to be so much easier when you hit your 30s because you're just chiller and calmer and you've learned all your mistakes See, that's the thing like we can give you advice to and for the over 30s they'll say the same too and I think a lot of people my sister suggests this but I was like I think most people who listen to this podcast are over 30s but whatever you guys will have fun just listening along and maybe agreeing with me or disagreeing with me but I think the only advice we can give to younger people is here's my advice they're not going to take it because young people don't take it and you learn from your mistakes the hard way and when you make the mistake you learn from it and you kind of don't do it again. But I think for most people, you kind of have to make that mistake. I guess the big thing is then going, Jesus, you know, someone advised me against this and they were right. And then not doing it again because I have some friends and they're in their, in their 30s and they'll ask you, they'll make your ears sore asking for advice and they'll never fucking take it. And then the advice you give was the right and you're kind of like, yeah, look, you, you fucking didn't take my advice. And like, whatever, not everybody has to take your advice, but it'll be like multiple times. I, I've literally had friends uh, where I've been like, I can't give you advice anymore and I feel bad for my father because he used to say that to me too he'd be like why are you asking for advice you're not going to take it but um because I was asking you when I wanted the advice that I wanted to hear and then you didn't give it to me and then I went and did what I want and I was wrong <sighs> so um let's see this is hilarious they say imagine being 27 and just pure isn't yeah, Irish person wrote this? Pure pure slathering on St. Ives apricot scrub in the shower before pounding your face with concealer. Or sorry, clear cell moisturizer. You may as well dunk your head in a basin of washing up liquid every morning. That's how much you're looking after your skin. So, and then this person is saying they suffer from acne. So, so learning about alcohol-free, non-comogetic. <laughs> Lads, I can't read. <laughs> I don't know how to say that word. Um, but yeah, that's true. Like, I, I don't, even, I don't wear makeup. And the only thing is, when I quit wearing makeup, I didn't realize makeup had sun, had my makeup had sunscreen in it because it was, it was just a powder. So I didn't even think about it. And I definitely feel more wrinkled in that year without wearing it. And then I started putting on sunscreen because I was like, oh. But so yeah, keep an eye on that too, and get yourself bare minerals if you have um, ah, uh, you know acne. But look, if you're fucking piling on like that foundation that seeps into your pores, you're gonna have to want it. That's the other thing. You're gonna have to have a a skincare routine because obviously for men, you're not doing anything other than sweating from being alive. So then you could just wash your face as min- minimally as possible. 
but yeah, I, I guess it depends on what you what you're putting in your learn basic cooking skills. Um this should really be something you should do before turning twenty five. I mean, yeah. It says here marinating chicken, fish and tofu properly. Knowing the length of why tofu? That's random. Learning the le- knowing the length of time it takes to cook a soft boiled egg. I'm sorry, but I just feel like people know these things by before they're in their thirties. Go to therapy. I like this one. I agree with this one. Um, it goes being a toxic little bitch. <laughs> oh, I can't find out who wrote this. This is hilarious. Might have been cute during your sixth form euphoria era, but it doesn't quite have the same ring to it when you're itching towards 30. By then, you're not impulsive and hard to pin down. Uh, you're just easily triggered with deep-rooted attachment and communication issues. If you can't find therapy, however, there's always... And then they move on to the next part, which I don't agree with the next part, but we'll get to the next part in a second. I obviously have harped on about therapy in this podcast a million times, I think. If you want to have a successful life, you know, you don't want to drag in any of your fucking... Here's the thing. In your 20s, you're going to go... You're going to do all of it. You're going to have the bad relationships. You're going to drink too much. You're probably going to do drugs at some point. You know, you're going to do whatever. You're going to do the extremes if it's like you're a person into sports or you're like me and you were going to try comedy and it turned out as a career. Like, that's your 20s or the time where you're really going to try stuff or decide kind of what you want for your life. And I mean, in your 30s, you could still be deciding. But let's say in this in this example. So you do all those things. And, and in those things, you pick up these things along the way. Or you have these like dramatic relationships, which is funny because you're 22. Um, but then when you're in your 30s and you're kind of thinking about like maybe meeting your partner, your long-term partner, if that's what you want. And if, and if that's not what you want, you might have found that along the way in your 20s. Like, you know, I'm not for a relationship. Uh, it's not for me. But I think going to therapy helps helps you become a secure enough person that you know those answers so let's say if you go to therapy you find out you get to voice you got to voice the your inner thoughts out loud to a person who is paid to listen and they kind of translate them for you which is really helpful and then you can kind of go do you know what I've you know I feel the pressure from my family to let's say this is an example I feel the pressure from my family to like have kids in my 30s and have a house and have a relationship but, you know, what I really love from my 20s is just doing my own thing, casual dating. And I don't think I ever want to have a relationship. Well, see, if you're talking about that in therapy from a non like a non-biased person, that's where you'll hear yourself and you'll go, Jesus, actually, you know what? Like I should be doing what I want to do. Now, you might be the opposite and be like, I really want a partner and I've been and I've been struggling dating for the last 10 years. And then your therapist is able to go back into those relationships and see what went wrong and see what you need to work on. And if that's if you're recreating your childhood traumas or your childhood trauma is what you equate with love. So if you're had a violent parent, you're probably attracted to violent people. It's just, you know, it's fucked up. But at least then in therapy, you can kind of go, fuck Jesus, and kind of separate yourself from that and start to work on yourself. Um, And also, what are your triggers? So one word is going to affect you way differently than affects someone else because that word comes with a lifetime of negative experiences let's say um that another person doesn't relate that word to and they didn't mean it and you're being sensitive to it but you don't understand and so you can react and explode and should they have no fucking clue what's going on so knowing what your triggers are would be one this is one i wrote down in my uh 30 things um all the things i wrote were basically like more mental health stuff or dating stuff but uh yeah going to therapy and figure out your triggers um and why because then like you'll be in life right and that's one thing I noticed in my 20s I probably got more defensive or felt more hurt about things but now that I'm in my 30s and I've been to therapy I'm able to go if so if someone says something to me and it hurts me I'll go why does that hurt me like why does that affect me why am I upset about why am I bothered about that before automatically being like fuck this cunt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or you know or even just cutting them out of my life per se let me take a sip of my tea i hope you guys are drinking tea as well but um you know or or kind of feeling a bit like it just takes away the hurt because you can kind of be like and then you have the option to say if it's a close person if it's a partner or a really close friend like you know actually i get really bothered when people call me sensitive because it's something like you know i, I was used against me as a child as a negative quality and like it's something that makes me like caring or remember birthdays or whatever I'm just using this as an example because I know I know a lot of people hate being called sensitive and then the people who call them sensitive are always like what? 
like fucking chill out but they don't realize you know so you can always then communicate like this is a this is a trigger of mine and then if they're a good person a good partner they're going to make sure to never use that in, a, in an argument or, or use it against you um and then if they do you can kind of go well this person's fucking toxic so see you later so yeah therapy what else about therapy is really good uh there was one other thing that i was thinking okay well we'll come back to that they say number four is drugs okay and it says but only the good ones bad drugs include crystal meth cocaine and mdma yeah good drugs include mushrooms dmt and lsd uh, i don't agree with any of this by the way and it says you're too old to be staying up till 6 a.m and living in a stranger's in a stranger's living room yabbering on about surveillance capitalism it is more about going on journeys and becoming enlightened now so there's or that's what everyone keeps saying so this is what this person is saying who is I really have to quote them before I'm done but um I don't agree with that because because I know if I did mushrooms or LSD I I'd be really afraid that I would like be brought back to a childhood memory that I just I don't really need to relive you know um and someone could say but that'd be good and it's like nah I've, I've gotten to a place where I don't have nightmares anymore I don't need to like fuck up my brain chemistry to to and I don't I also don't like feeling like I'm like walking on clouds or whatever that like outer body experience and stuff like that that's not for me so I think that's really important if you're going to do drugs know your limit if you're a person who gets like who can tend who can get a little defensive or a little paranoid sometimes or whatever know that there's a chance that those feelings will be uh heightened it's the same way of course the happiness could be heightened and the feeling of um euphoria or whatever but also remember if you're ex- feeling an extreme euphoria there's going to be an extreme down because life is a balance so if you're okay with the next day that you're like feeling depressed for a sunday and just remember that when you're feeling depressed that this is because of the drugs okay so that's really important too and they don't there's no like label coming with drugs like yeah you're gonna have crack tonight but tomorrow you're gonna be fucking crying all day because you don't you, you know because you're so sad because you used up all your happy now i, I i'm just uh you know he, from hearing from friends of doing it who said they had awful hangovers or like sad like drops in dopamine dopamine afterwards but that i've had other friends who've been like i've done mushrooms and i do it once a year and i go off on a little fucking um you know meek god type of thing and they love it so it really is just know yourself and know and remember not all of us can you know not all of us can go fucking hike up mount everest great for the people who can and not all of us can dirt bike i just saw a tiktok where a guy was dirt biking in mexico and i was like that's mad good for him but not all of us can do that so just know your limits you know um this whole idea that you can do whatever you want and be whoever you want is such fucking bullshit sorry i hate that uh no we can't not not everybody can do stand-up not everybody oh yeah i can do what i want i'd love to be a singer if i fucking sang into the microphone now you'd all just press stop because you'd be like my ears are hurting me now i'm sure i can go put in the time and put and go to singing lessons and all of that but uh i'm still not going to be as good as someone else and that's okay i can't sing that's fine i think like yeah you can put effort in and work hard and sometimes it'll work out sometimes it won't and then move on and try something else but I will never be able to dirt bike across Mexico up and down. I'll kill. I would die and break my neck. So I also know I can't do mushrooms because uh, I'm scared of the voices in my head. They're all trapped in little boxes right now, and they're fucking staying there. So, <sighs> God, I get so out of breath. I'm telling you, I'm gonna fucking work out. Next time I do one of these, you guys are gonna be like, "Cause I don't mind for this, for this, for the Patreon heads, because they've been listening to me breathe into the microphone for a really long time. But when it's actually the shift heads, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I should, you know, you guys aren't even paying for this. The Patreon heads are paying. So, but I just feel like they're all my, my, my good people. They're so good. I love the Patreon people. I feel like they're all my friends. <laughs> um, well, and when I see you guys, because I've seen a couple of you, met a couple of shows. So thank you so much. And I meet more of you and I'm going to meet one of you at a show in Vermont. So anyway sidetracked hack your hangovers so this person saying um other lists will tell you to drink less throughout your 20s drinking so who the fuck wrote this <laughs> drinking so much you get sick this is definitely an irish person because it goes ha 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 legend um i'm seriously concerned about your well-being here are numbers you can call this is when someone's saying about drinking when people say and he says uh, and the healthiest way to avoid really bad hangovers and concern of is to simply cut down alcohol that said just because you're getting older doesn't mean 
you have to stop getting on it entirely but you will need to learn how to manage hangovers uh, if you want an easy life for me this has been using low sugars mixers popping hydration tablets after night out and always drinking a pint of water before bed yeah I drink loads of water before bed and I just cut down when I drink I think my best advice to my younger self and to even any of you who are still drinking in your 30s 40s 50s whatever it would be Irish drinking is consume as much as possible as fast as possible so you don't even notice yourself getting drunk and then you're fucking hammered so the best thing I learned over here was just fucking sip on it and now if I sip on three drinks two drinks two drinks I'm buzzing having the crack and I actually don't really like drinking anymore just because I don't like the feel like I, I actually don't like feeling sad the next day and it makes me feel sad and I'm so busy right now I'm in a space where I just can't be sad the next day can't wait to make it so I'm gonna have a few drinks from below but uh yeah that's another thing it's just not great for me I've great crack on it but I think that's the problem I think I just get so hyped up I use all my my crack energy and the next day I'm just like oh it's you know a real like fucking um seesaw of emotions which is good that I'm a good drunk but yeah and then I get so buzzed up that I want more um, but I will say being strict with myself and just like sipping away has been really helpful for me, my hangover and my fucking pockets because now if I just sip on it and finding your drinks, so like I love I love Guinness because it's heavy enough that I can't I actually can't drink too much of it and it's just like a dessert. It's so nice. And then I love um whiskey because again I'll just sip on that with ice I don't even get a mixer and I'll have a glass of water beside it so then I'm drinking my water I drink like a pint of water nearly every whiskey and uh, not ordering well this isn't for the Irish listeners but for any of you listeners based in America well is nail polish remover it's fucking one time I was working at the bar and we ran into vodka well vodka and uh, this stuff it's like it burned the nose hairs off you right it's so fucking potent I'm telling you I, I would take off your nail varnish um or as the old fellas would say it would take the paint off the wall but um one time we ran out of rum and the manager was just like oh just use uh just use the vodka they'll never oh no sorry it was the reverse because I remember being like how would they not so we ran out of vodka but they're all vodka drinkers it's like these fucking drunk after they're hospital workers I don't you know about hospital workers they're kind of like teachers like they fucking get hammered so they come in and in fairness I get it it's a stressful job I don't blame them so we were a hospital bar and we ran out of vodka and he was like just give them rum they'll never notice and I was like but doesn't the rum and he was like nah it's well rum they all taste the same and they didn't notice so I don't know you'd be afraid though someone would have like an allergy to something in the rum but anyway well look at least there was all doctors there um so yeah also with the no sugars thing I think that's just a good advice I I don't you know I'm obviously very malnutritioned and I need to get up my like um my uh intake with like vegetables and fruit and stuff when it's hard in New York you're just so busy and it, your food kind of goes off and I just need to be more disciplined but I will say I never drink soda and I'll have the I had one recently just a ginger ale and um, just if I'm such a baby my stomach's sore but in that I don't drink sodas and I do think um I think people get really like addicted to sodas so that's what they call them over here in America what do they call them back home in Ireland just fizzy drinks yeah fizzy drinks so uh yeah kind of cutting down on the fizzy drinks is a great one as well just because I, ju- I just feel like I don't know I have I just feel like they're really bad for you when you drink too much because it's not like you know even if you go out right and you're not drinking you have like a few cokes that's great because you get to buzzed up but you could have like fucking five or six or seven cokes or even in your alcohol and it's so much sugar um yeah I don't know I'm a bit of that anti... Look, I sound like a real boring fucker, aren't I? Don't drink too much and don't even drink Coke. <laughs> oh my God, what am I like? Um, Invest in some sewing materials. Okay, grand. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. Uh, learn how to hand wash your clothes properly. Mm. Uh, a fly just flew in my ear. <coughs> um, sorry to cough now into the microphone. That's like everybody's nightmare. Be kind. Get it through the podcast get Botox and fillers and then the person goes I'm just kidding fuck body standards no but really there comes to a point in everyone's life where you choose between aging rock star or iconic bimbo uh I would kind of say each to their own you know um I kind of think if you're in your like in your 30s or in your 40s and it makes you feel better and it makes you feel beautiful like and you're comfortable in your like it makes you kind of feel sexy or whatever do whatever the fuck you want I kind of feel like that with 
Like, of course, you see some people with plastic surgery. And I'd personally be like, well, I thought they looked way better before. But I kind of like people, their natural look. So for that person, they might prefer that kind of Kim Kardashian look. And they feel it makes them feel more confident. So, yeah, whatever. I kind of, that's my, that's my stance on it. If you have the money, like, it's your money. Um, but firstly, try to love yourself. I feel like I should say that. <laughs> you know, if you can, you know, try to be happier in your own skin, of course. But... Yeah, I don't know. It must be just hard. I, I, I like, oh, it's just hard aging, you know. And if, yeah, I don't know. I've, I had a few friends over here who were much older than me. And I, they've, I've always been like, geez, what's your skincare routine? Like, fucking not a wrinkle on you. And they're like, Botox, baby. <laughs> and you're like, oh, Jesus, that looks great. Um, make and keep plans with new people. Okay, so he says with new people or she. Sorry, I shouldn't presume it's a man. Uh, or they jeez um but I would say my advice I haven't even counted now how many these are I'm I'm I've lost track of it but well let's just do advice for life <laughs> um I, I think advice for younger people is the thing that I've learned in my 20s was and this is one I had wrote down myself as well was I'd be running blue arse uh like a blue arse fly to all these like friends and trying to keep so many friends happy and very sociable and what I've learned in the past year of therapy is that not to give too much to people who don't give back because I ended up giving time and effort and energy to people and kind of people pleasing people and giving them my energy and then not having energy for the people who are who I should have been given energy to, let's say, um, who kind of didn't ask for anything. And, and it's kind of like, oh, those are the people I should be, who 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 saw me as a cause, as a, as an equal friend to them. Because what happened then is I had these couple of friends who don't, who will take, 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 but don't see you as an equal friend and then become very entitled and expectant. And when you pull back a little bit, they're like, well, why aren't you like being a good friend anymore? And it's like, because you're fucking shit. Um, but also that's my fault, you know? So I think a great lesson is, invest time in people who it's going to be equal you know you give a little they give a little you give a, give a little more they give a little more and don't give too much to people who are just going to take from you because people take your energy and my friend says this saying um, where people take your light and it's uh it's very true you know um and make time I think one on one time I always wanted a group of friends and I tried to get in with a group a few times in my life and I tried to create a girl group one time and it kind of got a bit now I have my two best friends from home and we have our own separate group they're in a different group of friends and we always met up for tea but that's kind of where our friendship went you know we'd meet up the three of us for tea and we'd tell each other about our lives and then we'd go out and party and if we saw each other grand but like so we created this lovely and then we have like a whatsapp group and they know who they are Sean and Emma they're the best but um and we always stay in touch with each other now we might voice message loads in a week and then not for a month or once a week for a month and then you know not for you know like I mean we don't need to talk all the time but when we do you know we keep in touch with each other and it's like that came out of those you know creating these spaces where you're having like one-on-one now it's one-on-three but like intimate you know like proper not just going out and getting smashed together and meeting up for people I meet up with the people I really like like for coffee so one-on-one or again maybe two or three people and uh and make an effort that way and I feel like that's really good because that's when you really get to know the person and you kind of build your friendship and those are uh some of my best friends and sometimes I'll forget and I'll have to remind me I'll even write it in a to-do list like oh make sure to text Dewey this week which I really fucking should because I haven't texted her in a while um uh or I'll be like okay Tori's in town make sure to try to meet up with her and like you know she's visiting so I should like make the effort to go up to where she's staying if I can stuff like that and I think that really benefits for like a long-term good friendship you know you hope and then when people are really like question as well when people are taking too much from you and it's if it's if it's if it's a bit much like pull back like look after yourself my stepmom always says suit yourself and then other people will suit afterwards and it is true because we tend to treat ourselves like the worst and and instead of being and that's not being selfish that's just kind of going like my friend asked me last minute what I do is podcast and old Katie would be like oh my god I have to because I, I don't want to upset him and I, I I don't want him to think I don't like him and I, I want to show that I'm a good friend but sure I didn't have the ability to do another fucking podcast this week and so I just said no oh, look I'm so sorry I can't um but let me know when you're free for tea and he was like absolutely no problem like people don't you know and another thing is as well like not giving people too much room to get mad at you so if you're just like oh sorry I can't um thanks or like if you have a if I'll give you an example sometimes if I get double booked for a show 
old me would have been like oh my god I'm so sorry and tell them my fucking life story or if I were late, late for work actually work is probably more relatable late for work and you're like then the train ran over a pigeon and the pigeon flew and like you know it'd be all truthful but I'm like going into way too much detail and I'm giving them a chance to get angry at me whereas it's kind of like I'm only human I'm gonna be late sometimes so now I'm just I just won't even if I am late to be honest I won't even say anything unless it's said to me and even then I'd just be like yeah fucking trains um because I know I'm a good worker and it's not a continue it's not gonna be a continue thing and it, the work's gonna get done do you know I don't need to it's fine now it'd be different if I'm gonna be like an hour or two late you know you'll text and be like I'll be there when I can but I, I think it's really important like so you say like I'm so sorry but I'll be there when I can or you know something should happen but not to give it too much let it let it go into too much of a conversation because I feel like when you give people the chance to get mad at you does that make sense um Whereas, you know, if some if a boss gets mad at you and old me would have gotten defensive and been like, but, oh, you know, but I'm such a great worker and I do all of this and I'd be going out of my way to do too much. Whereas now I do as much as I can and I'm, I know that I'm good at my job and be it in anything, if it's comedy or bartending. And um, if they get mad about something, I'm just like, all right, Grant, yeah. And just leave it at that. Let the fucking conversation be done because once you start being like, but I, then they're like, it, it, it turns into a fucking argument and it's not worth your energy that's the best thing I learned um moving into my 30s uh, also as well like you don't have to prove yourself to everybody you know you, they know they could be just having a shit day and they snapped at you and just kind of be like okay grand like and ever since I've been like that I've had bosses kind of like be like oh this fucking thing and I I've just been like all right and then they're like oh sorry like I just you know I don't know how to explain it now I mean obviously don't let people walk on you either like I'd recently had someone kind of say something to me and I stood up for myself and voiced and they were like Jesus yeah of course so obviously there's a limit to it that's the other thing my therapist always says use your voice so I think as well finding your voice and don't let people talk to you a certain way or push you around either and I think that does fit into that narrative of um yeah that kind of like uh, what's that thing don't ask for permission ask for forgiveness I always do that as well where I'll be like so if you need if you need something as well let's say like if you're doing um let's say you were doing a comedy I can't think of a good thing but you're doing a comedy show every week you don't say like can I not do it in December you just say hey I'll be going home for December so um you guys will just have to find coverage for that or if it's like bartending or whatever don't give them the permission to say no now obviously ask for permission and everything sexual but I mean in this in this regards it's a good thing to kind of just be like well I can't you know and hold yourself at a standard like yeah like I'm old time to go off I'm a fucking human anyway that was a bit of a rant so let's see the next one oh god we're on 36 minutes let's see how oh, they say make plans with new people oh god I'm on the opposite of that I think fucking narrow your friend group down when you get to your 30s because do you ever find like I started making new friends in my early 30s and then it became it came with their problems and them expecting energy and I felt very pulled in different directions and even recently I've had to kind of be like well that's not true because I made a new friend recently and she's great crack so I guess just kind of knowing the type of person you can uh, let into your space. So it says, when you're a teenager, having mates consists of showing up at the same house party, going halves on Glenn's vodka. Oh, this must be an Irish person. Um, In your 20s, it gets harder to make new mates. Or maybe it's a British person, actually. Or maybe it's a Scottish person. Anyway, you're suddenly 20, 28 years old and then there's uh, five people you've known from school and you get married. And I think that's fine, though. I keep saying to my friend recently because she found out a bunch of her friends are shit. And I was like, yeah, how many friends do you need, though? Also, I feel like my computer is making a lot of noise. So if it picks it up on the mic, I'm so sorry. It's heating up. Does anybody know how to deheat your your computer? I don't know. Maybe if I turn down the... I think I need a new laptop. It's on fire. Um, Yeah, I think my dad always said you only need three best friends. And I'm kind of... Yeah, I just feel like if you've got a few solid good friends, you don't need much more. And then you can go, like um you know start a team sport and have like random like uh arms length friends that you can go for you know have a couple of drinks with or like you know play basketball and go with the hang out with them afterwards but I think for your people who have your back um you just need a close friend a few close friends the other day someone I barely knew messaged me and asked me if I wanted to go on a walk I said yes we had a nice time and I'd probably do it again Okay, so this person's... Sorry, I, I missed the first line where it's saying, like, getting out of your comfort zone and meeting new people. And yeah, that's fine. Like, you're just going for a walk. Like, I do actually like meeting new people, actually. But I think maybe meeting them and then not being, like, intense besties straight away. So just keeping your guards up a little bit. Uh, buy a set of tools. 
Yeah, all right. Um, take more photos. No, I need to take less photos. Oh my God, would I have like a million photos? Um, stop being embarrassed about weird sex stuff. Yes, that's obvious and what we talk about on the podcast all the time. Do all your weird things. And yeah, I still have to do more weird things and learn how to be comfortable. I keep being like to Leland, like joking with him because my nails are so long and you know I feel guilty that I don't do certain things to him that I know he likes but I'm all, but he really likes that I scratch him so I'm like look you have to choose between the two <laughs> it's either because you know what obviously I have to cut my nails you guys know what I'm talking about and um, so yeah so I'll have to one day you know but whatever learn how to roll tobacco I don't know why you need to learn that that's ridiculous uh keep your plants alive yeah that's fair enough stop ghosting people obviously who does that in their 30s though get a grip with taxes yeah 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 wash the walls i've never washed my walls if you are over 30 and you have wa- you wash your walls please message me because that is mental to me i've never I... oh my god are my walls are filthy um have relationships are easy that would have been one that i wrote down as well if people are coming in that's the thing with friends or boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever if they're coming into your life and they're adding stress or pain or drama like when you're in your 30s you don't need that anymore what you need is um just calm you know and you get your drama from telly from the television that's enough and that's a big thing don't be letting if there's a lot of drama in your life go to therapy because you're letting this drama in and it's giving you a sense of purpose and honestly, we don't need that anymore. Just fucking have a nice, easy life. And I was back in Ireland for that six days. It was so quiet and relaxing and just like very chill. And I was like, God, an easy life is good and it'll keep you young and calm. And sometimes, you know, I think when you're young because you think you need drama to feel like you're alive, but just get something that gives you good adrenaline. If it's a doing stand up per se, let's say, or, you know, going to karaoke and singing, singing your songs in front of people or or playing Gaelic football uh or whatever give go on um boxing do something that gives gets your adrenaline pumping and then just don't let it in don't let any of this drama like you know god you'd have people call like I you know you'd have people calling you over stuff and you're like oh I shouldn't be involved in this I don't care about this um uh, it's just not good for your brain or if you're in a relationship where it's constant fighting and stuff like that and if you really love them both if you go to couples therapy or you know kind of get out of it and it's hard but you just like the older I get I'm kind of like you only live once and that's if I could look back like I don't regret any relationship I had because I think I learned a lot and it was what I needed to get to the place that I am so I don't but if I were to redo it let's say if I had to live again which would be oh I'd hate to have to live my life again because I like it in the process and I like after 30 but I don't really I look back and I go oh that was a real struggle personally just because I made things a bit complicated sometimes and then complicated things came into my life let's say and I was like getting over a lot of shit uh, but didn't understand what it was so anyway my point is that I would probably do a lot less dating uh I think that was something my dad said when you're very desperate for things or so desperate for love that people sense it off yeah and it actually lets in those people who are who are going to abuse that you know and like like love bomb you and trauma bond you or use you um and I think that was a lot what happened to me and once I kind of started to be alone and like focus on myself and uh be happy alone you know that's when a a partner kind of the right partner came along and uh and I mean he didn't just come along I asked him out so like that's another thing go for what you want and I probably wouldn't have done that in my 20s I would have never asked him out so um that's the freeing thing about in your 30s you, you kind of like get so used to rejection or just care less and that was that's the thing too I probably learned about caring less about rejection because of all the dating I did but yeah I think I would have like done a little less and more things for me and look at that like I you know going to classes and stuff I laughed at it before but you know I I probably that would have been maybe more valuable than constantly fucking trying to find the right person on on a dating app but it's hard though because you learn a lot about yourself through relationships and you get to meet people and learn a lot about your body so I I actually don't really regret any of them even the the guy who checked my pulse because I got a great story out of it and I learned a lot about me because I chose to ignore all those red flags that it became such a red flag to my friends and family 
that they were like oh you need like an intervention um so and have relationships that are fun don't be in a relationship at all now they used pound in this so uh um stop eating all the shite all the time start using the word lover i love using the word lover uh sleep more i love sleeping sleeping's great i actually feel depressed if i don't have eight hours sleep or i feel like irritable or sad so like what if you if you're a person who can't go to sleep at night like a, a daytime job is probably not for you and i know that's easier said than done but find out like i just can't i couldn't do a daytime job i can't sleep until like 2 a.m so i oh, i like my job i like it being at night own at least three outfits that could be described as smart i don't agree with that but i don't need anything to do uh to do smart things in embrace your unhinged how unhinged you are actually i'll circle back to the smart things because i do have the same dress that i wear to like every wedding and everybody's always like oh my god it's so gorgeous and people forget so uh, you know it's a good quality dress uh embrace how unhinged you are yeah so just like your weird things and like you know people will try to and you'll see this a bit i've seen this before in like irish groups where like the wacky weird person and not all irish there's some loads of great irish wacky weird and we've had them on this fucking podcast but may, and maybe it's not just Irish, maybe it's just certain groups, but that's just been my experience more is that New York, like people in New York, when they come here, they're like, be whoever you want to be. And then like, you know, I remember when I was younger, a bit of judging or you'd say something that's a little weird and like someone giving you the look or whatever. And it's like, don't let anybody stop you from being yourself and and if they're embarrassed for you, well, that's their issue. Let them be embarrassed. You mind if I, if I, if I was in, stopped doing what I want to do just because people were judging me or embarrassed by me I wouldn't have done this podcast and I wouldn't have uh, done stand-up and I love all those things so give good head is the next one that's hilarious um but you know I'm sure that is just <laughs> there's no excuse for not giving good head after your 20s I think there's loads of excuse because a lot of people don't communicate what they like and every person likes something different so I don't agree with that one right I think um you have to uh figure it out with each partner so I think it's more be a good communicator when it comes to sex stuff and ask what they like because everybody likes something different and then I'm gonna okay I'm just gonna read their last ones stop being a big baby <laughs> all right that's fair enough uh drink more water oh my god stop that's the best i have low white blood cells and she's been saying for forever and i'm low low energy and she's like just drink more water and i just ignore it and ignore it and actually since i've been drinking more water the last few weeks game changer and that'll stop the wrinkles as well drink more water that's the now let's see who wrote this that's uh by daisy jones london great brain okay daisy this is great um but yeah drink more water that is definitely key and now that i know she's a woman yeah do you have good head game? <laughs> no one listen. Just ask your partner because, you know, some girls like fucking aggressive, rough rubbing and other ones like delicate little tongue action. So it all depends on their clit and what they like. And the same with men because some men want you to vomit on the dick. Oh, Jesus. And some men like different things and different times. You know, sometimes Leland will be like, yeah, go, I, I, I kind of am in the mood for like a slow or or he'll just say speed it up or do that. You know, they kind of change. As they, so once you just have open communication... Okay, I'm going to I'm going to turn down my laptop because I'm really nervous that noise is going to come true, but if it does if it is coming true, just take it as like an ASMR you know, little like vibe in the background. And this actually went on so long, so I'm not going to do my solo episode for the Patreon. I'll do that tomorrow. And so I'll just uh, record that separately so you guys can have it separate. And Teddy's all about the shows and running for the album and special because that's in a month. Obviously, if you're in, uh, I was supposed to say if you're in October, if you're in New York in September, don't even know where I was pulling October out of it, please come to the special. It's my first special. Um, I feel like so ridiculous calling it a special, but that's what they're called. And the guy who's producing it got mad at me for rolling my eyes on a podcast. He thought I was rolling my eyes at his him. I was not rolling my eyes at him. I was rolling my eyes because I'm Irish. And I'm like, well, we'll see how fucking special it is when it's done before we start calling it that. But yeah, it's an album and a special and I, I, yeah, if you guys can come, it's September 18th, it'll be 7 and 9pm, sorry, 7 and 9.30. The links are in, I'll put the links in this episode and they'll be in my bio on my Instagram uh, on that like link tree. But yeah, if you can come, that'd be great. Um, and I've just been traveling around, trying to run all the material, run all the bits, get it all down and I'll be also doing this thing where I 
Amon having an opener or host, which most comedians would have, but in traditional Irish sense, I kind of want to, you know, do it all myself. Um, you know, as my dad would say, why pay someone to do something you do yourself? So I'll be doing it all myself and like Leland will come up at the very end just when the checks are coming out and Lindsay on one, which is great. So, um, but for the, you know, I'm going to open it up and do a lot of crowd work, talk to the, talk to the audience. There'll be that level of participation. Then I'll do my hour material and then we'll be done. So yeah, please come. Should be a lot of fun. Um, and a few people said I was mental to not have someone to warm them up, but like, I'd rather warm them up, you know, and I want to do something different. So that's it. Please rate review. Please sign up to the Patreon. The video will be up there, but I don't know if I was ever looking at the right part because I have it on, you know, I can see my face. So I hope so. Um, but yeah, rate review, tell your friends. I'm looking into a studio that costs exactly more than what I make on advertising because advertising is fucking shit um so I don't know but the studio would be so great because you wouldn't have any of the noise in the background and I'd be able to do proper video for YouTube but I'll uh, if I do that it'll be after the um the album recording so I very well might but I'm also moving in with Leland this week so he has his space set up as a podcast thing, so maybe when I'm doing it there, it'll be even better when I have, when I have guests over and recording, so we'll see. But in that, I love you all, and let me know if you have any tips or advice for people getting older, or maybe you're in your 50s and you have some advice for people in their 30s, or maybe you're in your 20s and you have some advice for us older people where you're like yeah you should learn this and chill out about that or whatever i think it'd be kind of fun or if you have any episode ideas let me know or if you have any guests you want let me know okay bye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.